another Halloween scary tale. Sit back, relax, allow me if you will to say the words while you visualize the scene. In this element of the radio theater of the mind. This year's tale is about a haunting with a twist that you may not have considered otherwise. It's called The Ulterior Haunting by Tony B. Recently. Host and narrator for this story as well. Sponsored by the Potluck Podcast live every Wednesday night at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, USA. On the podbean.com platform and in conjunction with the Misplaced Comedy Group. So let us begin with Chapter 1. I jumped back. What was that strange figure that just dashed by my peripheral vision? This new home of mine is giving me the creeps more and more lately. Thinking the old set of questions to myself, I wondered, is this place haunted or am I insane? I inherited this property, which was an old farmhouse and barn, and it had been empty for years. In spite of this very private location, for some reason, this desolate road was very busy today. Curiosity getting the better of me, I strolled out on the long drive lane to the only road out here, which is why I'm so interested and curious. Sure enough, it's a long line of cars, but moving fairly well, I guess, nevertheless. So, I was about to return to the house as I suddenly noticed a vehicle parked alongside the road. They were completely out of the lane of traffic and are not beyond any point of easement on my own property, which is basically a tree line to an almost impassably dense forest. Thinking this individual was in distress, I figured I would offer help if I can. Good day, I said as kindly as I could. But, uh, upon doing this, she said, Oh, I didn't mean to, uh, park on your private property. <laughs> and with that, she sped off hastily. What the hell? What is wrong with that woman? I really didn't give it much thought at that. So, I headed back towards the house. And checking out the exterior of the property, I noticed the curtain in the window on the second floor was flickering around a little bit. What the hell is that about? So, I ran upstairs to check out the room in question and found nothing out of sorts. But that would end very soon. Chapter 2 After dinner, I got caught up in the internet, news, and social media sites. 
What the hell? I just heard a distinct stomp from downstairs in the kitchen area. So, I will investigate this. The kitchen area was currently upside down. Literally. The kitchen chairs were on the ceiling, defying gravity before my eyes. And suddenly, without any warning, they fell to the floor. As though whatever is holding them there finally just let go. Suddenly, the knives came out of their butcher block holder and began aiming themselves directly at me. What in the hell is going on? I ran out of the house entirely, running past the mailbox to the street. There was no traffic tonight. I found out later there was an accident on Route 5, which created that excessive traffic the other day. But for now, I guess I got Forrest Gump syndrome, where I just kept running and running. Eventually, the sun came back up. I found myself back on my front porch, just sitting there. Finally, I got the courage to go back into the house. I slowly made my way back to the kitchen area to see if the knives were still there in the mid-air and aiming right at me. No, in fact, they were back in their respective slots like nothing happened. And then I thought to myself, in fact, did any of this actually happen? Because if it didn't, it was damn convincing, that's for sure. The next night I struggled to sleep in spite of my tired state. I couldn't stop thinking about the knives and their threatening self-empowerment. The kitchen chairs. I got up to piss, and when I returned I noticed someone walking outside behind the barn. Well, I better go check that out. I made my way to the back part of the barn, and there was nothing out of sorts. A lonely propane tank and a small tool shed attached to the side of the barn. Again, nothing really out of the ordinary. But damn it, I saw something back here. I know I saw him. I don't know where, but I will get to the bottom of this. As I stepped away, I heard a metal sound, like a heavy lid of some sort, muffled. But absolutely, something is going on right under my feet. I have invaders, I said to myself. An infestation, or squatters, or some... something evil, perhaps, but not that of the spiritual realm. That of the humankind. And I will get a better game plan. That, I promise you. Chapter 3 I waited to the following weekend to get together a caper of sorts to combat whatever it is the hell that is bugging me within this house. And I'm not convinced of ghosts. The cell phone rang, which is rare, so I picked it up 
which I admit is also very rare. It was Lanny, my attorney, who assisted in the whole will transfer for me to get this house. He called to let me know my neighbors, who have been hounding me to sell, are backing out of interest, so I can relax on that. I've never met my neighbors, so I can't tell you what they even look like. I told Lanny good. I'm sick and tired of their constant pestering to sell this place. I just want to get settled in here. Some strange things are going on. I welcomed the news with enthusiastic relief, thanked Lanny profusely, and hung up the phone. And then it dawned on me, could my neighbors be haunting me to scare me off? Come what may, I will get to the bottom of it. So, I started in the basement. My basement is totally utilitarian. You know, a place normally where a homeowner has laundry, maybe a safe, perhaps a playroom for the kids. Mine is mostly storage. And again, looking around, nothing is out of the ordinary. This basement is dry and clean, recently sealed up, as a matter of fact. A set of wooden shelves with nothing on them yet is against the back wall of the basement. It has a full Luan backing, so I can't see behind it. I decided to move it, and sure enough, there was a recessed opening to a locked, all-heavy-gauge steel door. Immediately, I wanted to get a blowtorch and burn it open. No, I thought to myself, I need a better surprise attack. They could be watching from hidden cameras. I feel the best approach is to sneak back into the house after leaving, which I did. Wearing black from head to toe, I gathered my rifle, headed out as though going hunting. I guess my own home, no less. I made my way through the briary bushes as quickly and as quietly as I could, walked slowly back to a window I unlocked prior to leaving. Slithering cautiously, I heard voices down in the basement area. So, now my adrenaline is pumping. But, I did feel... I have a gun in this frickin' house is mine. I can stand my ground. So, I carefully made my way down the stairs to the basement. There was no one in sight. Then I noticed the shelf was pulled away, and the door to the other side was wide open opened to a long, dark hallway. Low-light construction stringer lights hung on one side of the hall. I could hear those same voices at the end. In through the opening I go, slowly making my way back. I could hear their conversation now. I don't know where he went, but we gotta get results for Lenny, the one guy said. We've got to scare this guy into selling this place, or we're just going to have to kill him outright. In spite of this news, there, 
There stood the woman who was in the car by the side of the road. No wonder she apologized for trespassing. She knew I owned the property. She was revealing herself in her own haste and comment. Knowing what's up for sure and why all this shit was going on. But my own attorney? Wow, what a scumbag. I guess it's time to get a new attorney. Upon doing so, and continuing to pretend to be scared at actually pretty good scare effects, the knives in the chair thing? All powerful magnetics. They rigged and controlled from that room. They had infrared cameras in every room. Pneumatics to toss things across the room or open and close doors. The problem was I just wasn't convinced this shit was real. In between inheriting this property and moving in, my own attorney installed all this sophisticated shit in order to scare me out of ownership. I can safely say these crooks are all in jail and I'm enjoying my family's home which was in the family for over a hundred years. This is Tony B. Recently, saying, have a great, fun, and safe Halloween, everybody. <laughs>